Welcome back to the Football Zone with Nick Martone, Woody Brown, and Luca Galvin. Good evening. <laughs> You've been waiting to say that. Oh my goodness. Nick I, has. I was plotting as soon as I saw Unai Emery is returning to the Premier League. I don't even know really anything about him, to be honest, but I just, good evening is really Whoa. funny. He was just like a mid-Arsenal manager Whoa. before Arteta. You said you don't know anything about him. I, I have some stuff about him. Really, Woody? Uh, so on 23rd of May in 2018, Emery was appointed as the head coach of Arsenal <laughs> as he agreed to a two-year deal with the club having the option to extend his deal for a further year. So I guess he, he was just a part of the managers who just kind of never fit after we got rid of Wenger. He the one actually, manager who never fit. It was just him, right? Because wasn't it? Was it, it was Wenger? Wenger, Wenger, Emery, and then Arteta. Well, Youngberg, Freddie Lundberg was the um, yeah, inter- interim. interim. Yeah. But it was just him. Yeah. So, We're no yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're no so, United. <laughs> well, we say we say he didn't fit, but I feel like he kind of had a. I don't know, like, because as I was doing the research about him, me and Luca were talking about it, and during his managerial career at Arsenal. He got to the Europa League final, which completely blew past me. Yeah. Um, we were looking at it, and we was like, what do you mean? And I was like, we got to the Europa League yeah. final. Is it- but, you know, I think that Woody Brown knew about it at the time, but he suppressed a bad memory of that day. Yeah. I think I probably watched the game. It was a like, horrible, it's horrible like, day. It's like I try not to think of the Euro 2020 finals. What Euro 2020 finals? What happened? Yeah. Could you remind us? I don't know. Did All he? I know, one of Luke Shaw scored a banger anger in the second minute. And then the TV turned off, and what he yeah, doesn't know what and happened. And then we celebrated. Yeah. It came home. It did. It did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Unai Emery. I mean, he did sign it, ca- it came home for 50, 55 minutes until <laughs> Bonucci scored a tap in, and... It is what it is. We'll move on. Starboy Mr. Penn. <sighs> um, yeah, so Emery had a tough start to his campaign but he recorded his first win on the 25th of August with a 3-1 home win over West Ham. It was actually, I'm pretty sure this is the game. I think Ainsley Maitland-Niles had a really nice game. Yeah. I just watched a TikTok about this. There's this one guy who always goes over uh, TikToks about like significant Arsenal games during the Dark Ages, which is like Unai Emery's whole term and then the first two years of Arteta. And this yeah. is the most recent one he did, so I just watched TikTok about I, is, Yeah, is that is that the guy who... Um, Oh, was it when he talks about when Mayl- when Maitland now scored their own goal against Barcelona? Yeah, and, and he, he turns, turns back. Like, Who told him to come off his line? Who told him to bro? come off his line, bro? It's so funny. Yeah, that guy. And it's obviously not his fault too. And it's so funny. Leno's just not in the goal. It was so yeah. funny. That's Re- a f- such a funny video. Yeah. Rest in peace, Leno. Um, yeah, but after that West Ham win, Arsenal went on a twenty-two unbeaten streak, which also included a four-two win over their North London rivals, Tottenham. So, at, I think at this moment in time... What do we Ars- think of Tottenham? Bad. Bad. What do we think of bad Tottenham? Tottenham. If you know, you know. <laughs> People are saying that we should <laughs> start the- that... I Because I mentioned it to, like, Graham Guyvin, and mm-hmm. he was like, we should start that chant for Bellevue. Bellevue lacks, we'll do that chant. <laughs> yeah. What do we think of Bellevue? Yeah. Bad. 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 What do we think of bad Bellevue? Bellevue. There you go. There you go. For real. Um, but I guess during that's the... A, yeah. That's like a historic Arsenal chant. It is. I would actually love to hear that during the basketball games this year. There's videos mm-hmm. of like 2010 Jack Wilshere doing that chant. <laughs> can, can you guys please organize that for this year for basketball when what? we play Bellevue? That chant? Organize that, what bro. Do I don't even know if I'm going to games. Actually, that's not true. I'm going. I'll go to the games. Nick, you like my dunks? 
I always go to the games. Even Hot maroon and white? Yeah. Uh, on the Thursday. For, for, the, for, for our listeners, I'm wearing some Team Red dunks, maroon and white. Just thought I'd let Nick know. Up the maroon and white, baby. Yes, for real. Uh, but back to Unai Emery. Uh, so during this, yeah, during this 22 unbeaten streak, I feel I feel like lots of Arsenal fans were like, okay, this is the guy. We're gonna sign. We're gonna sign another couple years with him, and he's gonna bring, um, I don't know, lights to this Arsenal team. Because yeah. obviously he did make the Europe sign. League yeah, made the rugby final, and he was it's an accomplishment. Looking very good, and then uh, That's the most Arsenal have done in the past few years, to be honest. <laughs> Won the FA Cup, yeah, under Mick Arteta. Oh my fault, my fault. Super Mick Arteta. You know who he beat? Chelsea and City. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yep. You know how it is. Aubameyang scored the nicest chip. Yeah, with his left foot. <sighs> he made it look so easy. I know. Oh my gosh, beautiful. Um, but then, and one thing I always like to say about Arsenal is when we play against Southampton, we never like to win that game. No. Like, like. Usually, like, in recent years, we'd lose that game. And in Unai Emery's season, we did lose that game 3-2, which our first defeat in all competition since August. But I think that just shows what Mikel Arteta has brought to this new Arsenal team and this new, like, approach they have to the game. How, like, they, like, Southampton away. Name the last time we won when we beat Southampton away. I can't. I don't know. That. I have a funny stat about Seth. I have two for Southampton, but the last time that Southampton won at home was when they beat Chelsea. Like out of like nine games, they won two games at home, and it was they beat Arsenal at home, then they beat Chelsea at home, and then they tied to Arsenal, and like they lose the rest of their games. It's like actually crazy. Yeah. It's just like a big six killing grounds because they also beat City last year too. They did. Crystal but they, they like they have the funky wins. Yeah. Because then they also get, like, 9 0 like, a few times. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, so, their team is just, like, so, like, inconsistent. Especially this. I'm surprised James that Ward's tied press. them because they had none of their, like, actual known players playing full minutes. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm getting a bit more nervous about Arsenal. I'm not. I am. I'm nervous about Jesus and his impact. I think that he's, he's a great good. as a goal scorer. I think he's great. He just his finishing has been poor. Yeah, that's what like. Um, I just think I don't know. I'm just a bit worried about Jesus because I feel like we brought him in to be a goal scorer, right? Because Abamyang wasn't doing that for us. Lacazette wasn't doing that for us. Yeah. In, I mean, Ketia. he still has four four goals in eleven games. Yeah, but horrible. so does the flop. So yeah, you know. Yeah, well, Gabriel Jesus didn't get a red card and. Missed three games because he headbutted someone like well, an idiot. Well, if we're being real, like, Gabriel Jesus on City was never a goal scorer. That, yeah. That's why we got rid of him, because that's not what he's good at. He's he's really a winger who, like, plays striker. Yeah. Well, City never, really had, never, City never really had a goal scorer. Yeah. Like, it was, it was Aguero, and then it was no one for a little yeah. bit. I mean, I guess Gundogan, but because <laughs> he just went stupid. Gundogan, Ballon d'Or season. I, I still crazy. remember the biggest lie Pep Guardiola told the entire world. We can't replace him. Yeah, we we cannot replace him. We cannot replace him. We cannot. And then they we did. just get like Erling Haaland. Probably, probably will eventually be the best striker ever. I think that wow, he has... what a shout that is! Are we gonna? But are, like, let's are talk we... about that for a bit. Let's yeah, talk about he that. has some of the. Why don't we finish talking about Unai Emery and why he was kicked out of the club? Maybe first. Okay, we'll finish. So in the final five games of the Premier League season, yeah. <laughs> final, final final five games Premier League season, Arsenal just does what they love to do. 
they and do. that's not win games basically <laughs> Uh, so we only managed to get four points in those final five games, Nick, which mean which meant what? What happened to our place in the Premier League table? Well, yeah, just lost it out. You can guess. Just ended up in ninth. Okay, ninth? okay, that that's crazy. We were fifth. We were fifth. fifth? Which means well, that, that was we, the season after. Was which ninth. means we. <laughs> My fault. Which means that we missed out on what once again? The Champions League. Yeah, so there's always that curse that we'll have. Um, but he managed to meet the Europa League final, which we were destroyed 4-1. Yeah. By uh, who? Chelsea. Dang. Chelsea bus company. You know how it is. Don't like them. Uh, and in the 2019 transfer window, Emery decided to do what Arsenal never really let Arsene Wenger do, and that's splash the cash. So he broke... The club record, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of signing for Nicolas Pepe and Nick. How much was Nicolas Pepe? $72 million. What a bust. What a, what a bust Where is he, he playing now? What do you do know? I do. I you do. Know why, do you yeah. want to know why I know Nick Maton? Why do you know? Summer's in my favorite team. <laughs> 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 he plays at OGC Nice with nice. Aaron nice. Ramsey. Nice. Aaron Ramsey. Nice. Whenever that guy scores, something <laughs> bad goes wrong. <laughs> I think that, uh, honestly, Pepe... Though he was a bust, and for Arsenal's record signing, he's been absolutely hor- He was horrible for us. He's less of a bust than, say, a Jackie Jackie Grealish. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, he scored more goals in one campaign than Grealish has his whole city career. I mean, he had, Grealish, his t- he had a nice 10 goal season. Grealish really isn't a goal scorer. Like, that's he's just really not just not a good player. Is Pepe a goal scorer? <laughs> I feel like he was, like, before he came there. Like, he was, like, a winger who, like, cut in. Yeah, but so is Jack Grealish. Yeah, but Jack Grealish is good at, like, getting in the box and firing them in. Even though he doesn't really have many assists. But, like, if we're being real, Grealish has been so much better this year. Like, Grealish has been been so much better this year. He's been good, but I just don't think that he is... Imagine you could just play two Phil Foden's instead. Oh, It's 100% you'd rather have that, because Phil Foden brings everything Jack Grealish brings, but he can also finish the ball. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. Pepe was more of, like, a dribbler so you know he gets the ball and then he beats someone down the line from halfway and then you you spring an attack well that's exactly what Grealish is good at too I know but I don't I just don't think that like he he even does that very well he's just not quick enough yeah no I I get what you're saying he's more of a like you play him at the 33 yard line and he kind of slows it down and the attack like fully builds around him I would think I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. But I rem- I just remember some games how Pepe would look like oh just my gosh. different gravy. He looks like Messi cutting in on the left foot and just rifling it top left. Oh my yeah. lord. And then the next game he'd trip over himself and it's like Yeah. It's like go back to league you. Uh, you farmer. And <laughs> and that's what he did. Uh, Farmers League. And because of this, Unai Emery was sacked on the twenty ninth of November, twenty nineteen. Uh who and his replacement? Who was his replacement? Nick? Well, first, oh, we had an interim manager. First. A former city manager. Yeah, Mikel Arteta. Super Mikel Arteta has some funny stories about him. There's like apparently Pep would call Arteta while Arteta was still a player, and like talk to him about games beforehand, like what he should do with his lineup, which is like such a funny story. But like, Pep was calling him. And they're talking before games, and then I think that's Mick how Arteta's. we became like because Arteta is a yeah, really good manager. Yeah, he didn't take he didn't take a year off. He literally went straight into being Pep's assistant. So it was like lined up. Mm-hmm. 
He's he was just such a smart player. Him and do you know who I think that would make a really good manager? And I'm surprised hasn't started yet. Who? A young Sus Fabregas. He's such a smart player, and he was like played the game. But really. you said the same about Xavi. But it, but if we're well. being honest, not as much Xavi. If we're I being think honest, would be the like best there are some people who are very smart players, right? But are th- are they a good manager? Like, can they command a team? Can they lead I think a team? That Cesc Fabregas is why I'm saying that is because his entire play style is based around him like basically sitting in the sixth position and not being a six and then controlling the entire I, game. I, I, I get that. I get that. And that's the easiest translated skill. Like I, that's I, why Xavi I think struggles a little more because he was more up the field and he doesn't know. Well, like, yeah, I get that. But is he is he really a leader like that? Because like there's so much the more that goes into him, like like I just I equate it to basketball like. Yeah. Some people are so smart on the floor, but they're not leaders because they don't use their voice like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's just a question. I think that that's something that's easier grown as you become a manager rather mm-hmm. than like actually learning how to think For about sure. the game that way. I get you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I Well, I don't know. I, I thought Xavi implemented a good system at Barcelona when he first came, and I think he's just slacked off a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Well, and speaking of managers... Unai Emery is now back at Aston Villa. Not back at Aston Villa, back in the but Premier back League. Back the Premier League at Aston Villa. At Aston Villa. And Why they actually had a great result this past weekend. 4-0 win <laughs> Bro, against Brentford. That front line turned into, like, prime Messi Suarez Neymar the second Steven Gerrard leaves, bro. It's actually crazy. I think it was, like, Leon Bailey, Danny Ings, and Ollie Watkins. But I mean, wow. They yeah. looked great. Danny Ings. Remember when Southampton were first in the Premier League? Like a Ten year ago. Games. Ten games in. And then they Drew. got 15th. <laughs> when they had Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. He's the best Virgil football player in the world. No. Yeah, VVD was on Southampton. Yes. Yeah. Dude, Southampton, well, like, he went from Celtics and to so Southampton. Is, so, you know who else was on Southampton? Ooh. A young Gareth Bale. No, I was about to say, so... Um, elite. South- Hotbed for young talent. Yeah, yes, elite. That's what I was going to say, Southampton. Especially this year, too. They have their whole starting lineup is always super young players like Livermento and Kyle yeah. Walker Peters. I'm getting like deja vu because we've had this conversation because we've been like Theo Walker has come through. It was a trivia day. Alex, I'll say Chamberlain's come yeah. through. It was a trivia day. Well, speaking of this past weekend, there's some big games. I mean, there was there was Hugo Lloris had a stinker. Yeah, nah, he's uh, bad. Only one of the six big six teams won their game, and it was City, obviously. But <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy to me. It's, Liverpool are just so crazy to me. They're so <laughs> funny. Did like, you do you watch the highlights of this game? No, I have not yet. I actually I really do need to. BVD messed up three times. Yeah. Like in terms of He goal can go scoring. from pocketing Holland to just like getting cooked by Owani Owani. You know Owani. What? How, how do I even say that? Owani. Owani. No, Owani. 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 <laughs> yes. Oof, I've um, packed him so many do times. Do you know what I think this game reminded me of? I think I almost 100% mentioned this but was Nottingham Forest against Spurs and how I thought they should have won that game this is the time that they actually won it so yeah against the big six so what do you think Woody um yeah so when uh for VVD obviously he pocketed Haaland uh (laughs) well I mean there's there's no getting around that he did he He did him and Joe Gomez Gomez. but in this game I think as a centre-back sometimes they're like banging in goals right there were three opportunities in this game where vvd could have could have scored or yeah could have scored so because obviously because he's not a natural goal scorer the ball served into the box and he's a free header 
and he tries to head it back across goal to Bobby Firmino. Ah, uh, I I saw Roberto that. Roberto Firmino. Exactly, and when he should just be tucking that way. Same thing ha- Same thing with Salah. He tried to head it back across goal, didn't work, and then completely free header, like so free, six yard box, direct line. There's no one in front of him. Direct look at Dean Henderson. Mm-hmm. Dean Henderson saves it. What a masterclass yeah. from Dean Henderson. You know, one time that happened to me against Dinner Lake. I tried to head it to Brady Gilroy, and it went out of bounds. Yeah, that's really why she just, just tuck it away. I know. Just tuck it away. But yeah, it was what, a bad day. what a performance by Dean Henderson. Oh, my gosh. He wears the magic cap. Yeah. It's so been... funny when he wears his hat. I don't know why. I just enjoy it. Yeah, he's been super class ever since Man United got rid of him. Yeah. He's been... Maybe, perhaps, England call-up? I think that he deserves maybe the third spot, but I don't know. You can't really drop Ra- Pickford, Pope, Ramsdale, or Ramsdale. Yeah, so. Ramsdale, Pope, Pickford. It's just like... Dean Henderson's either really good... Well, but the thing is, Pickford just always, yeah. always becomes electric Le- for yeah. for England. It's like it's like he just wakes up. I love it. I, I love know. it. It's I love hard. that from him. And he also, I think one of the underrated things about Pickford is he's one of the best passing goalkeepers outside of like Ederson and Ramsdale I think Ramsdale's a little better no but that's like I mean, his best uh, quality outside of like, Allison and Ederson yeah realistically I think Ramsdale's best quality is his passing instead really? of his shot stopping he is kind of a camera safe merchant but yeah, his passing you. distribution like Gea. going for stuff in the box he's so good at it De Gea, that's elite right there De Gea I, is I've learned I've merchant. learned uh, I've learned about the day like I, I overrated him a little bit just because yeah. all I see is the camera <laughs> yeah you loved him hey remember when Nick put the David De Gea in the what was that all time 11 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man was like, that was a shout right there no I think I put Joe Hart no you put you put uh, David De Gea because we had he had uh, Victor Valdez you had De Gea and I had uh, Casillas mm. so we had three Spanish players it's really hard for me to say that Dean Henderson is really good because he'll low-key have a stinker, but since Nottingham Forest are so bad, no one really cares. And then, <laughs> and then he'll have, like, a good game, and they'll win, or it'll be a close game, and then he'll get all the praise. So it's, like, hard to be, like, he's elite. But against bad teams, he struggles sometimes. No, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and to, like... Nick, why, why don't you go through the rest of the games that happened this weekend, just like the scorelines? Well, yeah, yeah, we've already talked about Nottingham Forest and Liverpool, and, you know, 1-0, one nil, one nil, Nottingham Forest and Liverpool. I love to see that. I love to yeah. see Liverpool mudded. Yeah. Of course, uh, Everton beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Everton yeah. have been sneaky decent this year. A lot yeah. better than last year, for sure. It's their midfield. Who is their midfield? Talk to me, because I, I haven't followed two, them. I don't even... I can't even think of their third midfielder, but Onana and Iwobi as they're like two center mids or as a CDM and a center mid are so good. They've um, oh, I'm thinking pair. I'm thinking of the Brazilian centered uh CDM. Uh, Allen. Allen. Yeah. Has he been playing yeah. for him? He probably has. I think he's injured. Did you see that Awobi assist? I've not, but I know he's been on an extra level this year. Awobi's oh, Idris Gay, the guy from Oh, Idris Gay. Idris Gay. Yeah, he came from uh That's a great sign. PSG. Yeah, but you should check out Awobi's assist cuz it was oh, I will. Eyes in the back of his head. Wobbies looked great too. That goal against Man United was a really good goal. Yeah, and they Arsenal were... as well. Yeah, Arsenal groomed him. They well, made and then him. besides the Everton Crystal Palace game, we had Man City versus Brighton, and it's just another, another masterclass from Foden, Holland, and De Bruyne. Very I mean, competent. They've been they've been so great this year for us, yeah. and I think Foden is really being underrated because he's doing all the things this year that you know 
especially what you mentioned. Uh, I think it was it was one of you two, but one of you two mentioned last year that you know, Foden hasn't really been finishing that well, and yeah. he hasn't really been assisting that well. He has been kind of a little selfish, and I also noticed this at the beginning of the year. But he's really, really coming into his yeah. own on the wing, and I think it, I just love to see it. I love to see it. I honestly think that City might not lose their annual like game against a small team. They're just their team looks. No, so they already much did that. Though. They lost we to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> That's class. That's class from what. But you... but actually, like, I don't know. It just seems like how how could a small team shut out Holland Foden? KDB, Mares, Grealish, Julian Alvarez, mm. like Cole Palmer, Bernardo Silva, Gundogan, maybe Jao Cancelo. Like, how is a small team gonna do yeah, that? I mean, you, you really could li- can. you like, could also besides name, like, Liverpool, can- you can literally name Edison in trying to shut him down with those long with balls. those assists. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy how you have to include a goalkeeper yeah. in terms it's of being cr- wary yeah. of what they can do. Hey, my goat, Cristiano Ronaldo, tied on goals and assists with Edison <laughs> and Allison. <laughs> <laughs> No, but Allison has an Allison has an assist this year. Yeah, I said tied with Ederson and Allison. Oh, they each have assist. Ah. Yeah, and yeah. so and Ronaldo has a goal in the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> Penalty, by the way. Yeah, and Virtus. And then another another game this weekend was Chelsea yeah. Man United. I mean, it was a one-one draw. But what oh. a battle of managers it was. It was I just tiring. thought whenever I really like Ten Hag. I wish he didn't like manage for United <laughs> I don't like Ted Hag because he manages for United oh, I think yeah. he'd be likable if he didn't that's exactly what Nick just said well yeah but like just reinstated you know? I just don't like him yeah. now but like Nick likes him because he manages for United he like doesn't feel that way I just don't like him anymore <laughs> no I the thing is like I just I don't know he's bald yeah. hey. <laughs> I so mean so bald coaches are kind of class yeah so is Pep so uh yeah yeah but I just felt like watching watching this game Luke said it was very boring I, I did I, and I, I stand by that. Yeah, I just thought, like, just, like, the battle of managers. I thought whenever a manager did a substitution or changed anything about their tactics, um, I just thought that the other manager just, like, responded just... Just in a way just to counter, and it was just constantly countering each other. McTominay comes on, two minutes later gives away a penalty, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Jorginho. Elite, elite sub right there. Yeah. And what a header from Casemiro. Oh. I mean, I... I feel so bad for Keppa. He looked yeah. so good that game. And that yeah. was an elite... He reaches for that ball and he knocks it off, off the line. The post, Essentially, yeah. he makes a save and it's an inch in. Like, it was an elite save. I mean, he's, ha- he's had, like, three great... La Remontada. What a comeback. I love this. I love I love a comeback story. I love an underdog. So I'm really rooting... I love a comeback from a Spanish goalkeeper. Yeah. Screw Mendy. Hit that guy. Uh, yeah, but I packed him in FIFA, though, so he's kind of class. Low-key elite. Low elite. But I just thought the game was boring, and I think that we'll get into it later with the Arsenal game, but there's always going to be penalty inconsistencies with VAR. Another no, week, they're, they're, they're always another, week another complaint about VAR from the football zone. Exactly. <laughs> well, Leicester absolutely stomped Wolves. They did it, though. If you, look, look at those stats for me, Nick Matone. They had four <laughs> shots on target and four goals. That's just such a Leicester result. This that's, that's, that's lovely to see, honestly. And especially Jamie Vardy, like elite. I love with seeing, a little howl, oh, yeah, a little howl against the Wolves yeah. fans. I I love seeing games like that, unless it's against Arsenal. But yeah. uh, <laughs> and this is actually a really historic game because yeah. Jamie Vardy broke the record for the most Premier League goals over age thirty with his ninety fourth. Ninety four. Yeah, that's one more than ninety three. Oh, like, wow, that's but like, crazy. That, like really, that that's actually nuts because some Premier League players that are like legendary, barely score ninety, right? Yeah. And for him yeah. to get 94 over like the age of 30, 
It was insane. Yeah, and plus when plus when was Jamie Vardy signed to? Uh, he was twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Which is you know that's just elite fast. ball knowledge. I, Nick I, I still cannot believe the signings that Leicester made to win oh the Premier League. Oh my gosh, that was a nice. Mares, Kante, and to Vardy. bring in Mares, Kante. Wow. Vardy. That's when Harry Maguire looks like a good centre back. Harry well. Maguire. He didn't play too. that year though. Really? No. Not that year. It was Huth and um, Wes Morgan. Wes Morgan. Thank you. And then. We already talked about Aston Villa, but they they ran through uh, Brentford four 0 as soon as Steven Gerrard leaves. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Not not much to say. About the, new, the new think... the new Messi Suarez Neymar of exactly. Bailey Ings and Watkins. <laughs> I almost think you could say it's karma that his players played way better after he left because Steven Gerrard is rumored to have missed a pen on purpose to get Roy Hodges sacked. Sacked. So. That's true. You know what they say. Karma. That's true. I remember when Bruno Fernandez tried to do that as well, and and it, it almost worked. Basically, did work. Stuart Armstrong with a goal against Arsenal. Uh, the game one was, one draw between. It's South a disgrace. And That's all I have to say. It was an absolute disgrace. I have nothing to Xhaka say. Xhaka is really looking like Yaya Torre, though. He is. I mean, that's a, that's a great comparison. Xhaka's looking like Gundogan. <laughs> but no, it was so bad. I just think that VAR is terrible. Um, the it's referee, not even that terrible. the referee it's just the lack was of bad. No, the referee just he would never blow his whistle for anything, and so VAR couldn't look at anything. There's like four penalty calls he missed. Uh, Gabriel Jesus got punched twice, <laughs> no yellow, and then the same guy choked Eddie and Kedia and headbutted him and only got a yellow. Oh, yeah, just yeah. crazy. And then Gabriel Jesus gets pulled down in the box, no penalty for the same foul. So, well, my my second favorite team in the Prem, <laughs> Fulham. And Alexander Mitrovic, they no, they know. beat Leeds three to two, and yeah. someone very interesting was on the stat sheet that I didn't even know played in the Premier League anymore. That's not elite ball knowledge, Nick Matone. Uh, yeah, I know it's not. Willian, former Chelsea player, former Arsenal player, former Arsenal player. Just kidding. He was Don't he was it. in he was in the wave <laughs> of Arsenal players that just like came David from Luiz. Uh, what's his face? The goalie, the, the, the Greek guy. Um, no, 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 Socrates. No, no. Socrates. So- Socrates. I'm talking about bad players, not Chelsea players, just in general. No, Petr no, 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 no. Petr yeah, Cech, yeah. Petr Willian. Willian, and David Luiz. David but Luiz. There was just a wave of stinky signings for Arsenal that all just were terrible. Yeah. It's just so sad. Yeah. I mean, Willian on the score sheet for Fulham. And, you know, Fulham also have two former Arsenal guys. Can you guys name the other former Arsenal player for Fulham? Willian and... Wait, I know I can do it. I know you can do it. <sighs> First time I might have stumped you guys on some I know. trivia. Oh, I know. Oh, who is it? Goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, Bernardo Lim. Ah, that's terrible for me. Yeah. Come Bernardo. on, Luka. That is crazy. Wow. That's crazy. You, <sighs> you know what? Let's, let's ball knowledge than Nick Motone. It's because he had such a, like, a quiet exit. You know what I mean? Like, nah, he's sure. been bowling for Fulham, though. Yeah. He has been. The, he's they been they picked really him up well. for five mil, and it's been a great signing. It's five was, mil more for Arsenal. That's all I care he, about. He was, a, he was a great player for Arsenal. He just, like... He was. He, okay. he just lost it. He just lost like, it. He a just fell bit. off. And, yeah. and you need ends. a little new spark at a new yeah. club, a new challenge. You know, Newcastle are on a roll. Ballon d'Or shout for Elmeron? Question mark. I mean, Literally ever ever since Grealish. Yeah, Jackie Grealish, <laughs> the goat. So smart. Yeah. yeah for Do you think sure. that he's low key a Newcastle fan? Uh, who knows? I mean, <laughs> former Irish player. <laughs> Two to one, former Newcastle Irish to player. Tottenham. I mean, just a solid. Just a solid outing from it was. Newcastle. It really was. I mean, it wasn't a pen, by the way. Tottenham, or it wasn't a foul on Callum Wilson. Tottenham yeah. are just like he ran into so the goalkeeper, weird. but it was a fifty-fifty. Because Tottenham are so much. They have, they they have so many. There there are so much of. 
Hold on, I need to phrase this they're correctly. So, just, just like they're a, so much better than yeah. the results they get. I honestly think that they're... I, I'm going to hate on Antonio Conte for the second time live on the football zone, but I don't think he's that great of a manager, and I think that he's absolutely suppressing the talent of that for attacking line. Yeah, Tottenham have had issues with managers. You just can't imagine that Harry Kane and Hyungman's son and Richarlison and Kulisevsky want to be sitting in a low block for 90 minutes of the game. I, I just can't imagine you. that that's what... I agree with you 100%. Yeah. ...that they want to do. And the final Monday, the Monday game of last week, you know, West Ham 2-0 win over Bournemouth. I don't know if any of us really no, watched the highlights of this. I already care about Monday games less as Arsenal. The dog man, Kurt Zuma. With a Catman. Catman. Catman, sorry. Yeah. Still ball knowledge. I don't know. Still ball it's still ball knowledge. 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 That, that, that's, he wears the magic hat, and if you throw a cat at him, he'll yeah. kick it back. No much to say. no win. Not yeah. much to say. I don't know. I just, West Ham, they're low key having a small turnaround, but I just don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> On God. Because they're just like the little brother of, you know, um, north of London, for yeah. being real. Yeah. Just, just like, like just like Tottenham and Chelsea, yeah. and just like Man United's the little brother of Manchester. That's a great shout. Calling them the little brother, that's a fantastic. That, that that's you know what, that's a great <coughs> end off this week's episode of the Football Zone with Nick Martone, Woody Brown, and Luca Galvin. And thank you for listening to eighty-eight nine The Bridge, KMH, Mercer Island.